Have you ever felt it? That excitement, that hum that reaches into the very base of your stomach and makes your whole body feel alive? Well, your life can feel like that. Each week, I'll be sharing ways your personal wellness journey can lead you to a life that literally makes you hum. We'll be diving into all things nutrition, mindset, connection, spirituality and relationships to encourage you to be courageous and brave with your life and most importantly, unashamedly you. Together, let's find your hum. Welcome to episode 44 of Find Your Hum. I'm your host, Kirsty, and today I have such an important episode for all you ladies out there. The relationship between our sex hormones and our stress hormones. Let me start by acknowledging the Darky Jung people as the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast has been recorded. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging and recognize the continuing connection and contribution to this land. I cannot stress, and trust me, there is no pun intended there, the importance of the relationship between stress and our hormones. Our sex hormones are often thought of just in terms of our reproduction, but they are so much more than that. Our sex hormones play an essential role in how vital we feel, how much energy we have, how sexy we feel, what our moods are like, even our immunity. And stress is one of the biggest blocks in our bodies, stopping the lovely interplay between our sex hormones. So in this episode, I'm going to touch on how stress and the hormones created when we are stressed hinder our sex hormones from being able to do all the wonderful things they are meant to in our bodies. The dance between the hormones in the body is both fascinating and powerful. Understanding the relationship between your sex and stress hormones will not only allow you to understand your period health, but also provide a key to your future health and happiness. What many people don't know is that both our main sex hormones, that's estrogen, progesterone and testosterone, And our stress hormone, cortisol, are actually steroid hormones, both made from cholesterol. Yes, cholesterol. I know this is often demonized, but we actually need cholesterol in our bodies to make hormones. And this is why I'm such an advocate for including healthy fats in our diets. Oh, I know I slightly digress there. Because these hormones come from the same place, what hormone is produced is based on a very clever feedback loop in our bodies. This is directed by our hypothalamus and also includes our pituitary gland and our ovaries. So let me dive a little into this loop to give you a more thorough understanding of your body. The hypothalamus is the hormone command center of your brain. It sends out releasing and inhibiting hormones telling your body to either do things or to stop doing things. This part of your brain gathers its messages from other hormones and chemicals in your blood and also from your nervous system. About every 60 to 90 minutes, it sends out a message in the form of gonotrophin-releasing hormone to your pituitary gland, letting it know what to do. Now, the pituitary gland, upon getting this signal of gonotrophin-releasing hormone, releases... You guessed it, gonotrophins, which are a follicle-stimulating hormone, FSH, luteinizing hormone, LH, and prolactin. 
To understand the real importance of FSH and LH, please head back to the episode titled The Female Cycle 101, where I dive a lot deeper into that connection. But for this, just know that FSH and LH communicate directly with the ovaries. From here, the ovaries either release or hold back their hormones. This leads to varying levels of estrogen and progesterone in our blood. And this level then feeds back to the hypothalamus, which then tells the body to either release or hold back any more of that gonadotrophin-releasing hormone, letting the pituitary know what to do, and the feedback loop continues. So now let's talk about stress. Rather than use the term stress with my clients, I've really begun to ask them about their feelings of pressure and overwhelm. And this has been very deliberate. The body is so amazing to adapting to what is happening around us. When I ask most people about stress and are they stressed, they answer with no and very quickly answer with no. However, the past few years have been quite chaotic for so many of us for so many different reasons. I would pretty much say that what we once considered stress has now become normal. And quite honestly, it is this shift that causes women their biggest health challenges. So when I rephrase the question to ask them about pressure and overwhelm in their lives, the floodgates open, and this is not to be taken lightly. This pressure and overwhelm is causing a shift in the chemistry of our bodies. So to give a quick recap of our cycle, estrogen is the dominant sex hormone in the beginning part of our cycle. This is roughly day one to day 14. The second half, day 15 onwards, progesterone takes over. These hormones work in a lovely seesaw action with each other. And if you remember back from that episode, the female cycle 101, progesterone's role is to keep the uterine lining in place. It acts as an antidepressant, an anti-anxiety agent, and a diuretic which stops us feeling really bloated and puffy. The body links progesterone to fertility. So if you become pregnant during your cycle, progesterone is needed to maintain the pregnancy during the first trimester. If the egg isn't fertilized, it is the drop in progesterone that triggers our menstruation. So you can see from this very quick example, yes, these hormones have a role in fertility, but progesterone brings so much more to the table, particularly for our mood and how vital we are feeling. So back to stress. Firstly, stress directly affects the hypothalamus, reducing the signals it gives to your pituitary gland, reducing the FSH and LH that is produced. And we need both of these for ovulation. Put simply, when we are stressed, we have fewer cycles where we ovulate. If we don't ovulate, then we don't have that beautiful signal to release progesterone out into our bodies. It is also a huge driver for hypothalamic amenorrhea. The next problem we have is some of our progesterone is actually made in our adrenal glands. And this is also where we make our stress hormones, adrenaline and cortisol. So adrenaline's produced with the perception of pressure and urgency, and unfortunately with caffeine intake. It communicates to every cell in our body that we are in danger. While historically this danger came in the form of an attack from another village, 
Today, we have the same danger signal from consuming three cups of coffee before 11 o'clock or having an intense conversation with a colleague or loved one. This form of stress can very easily be produced through a physical action like drinking coffee or an emotional driver such as perceived pressure or an argument. I want you to really think about that. Most of us wouldn't perceive either of those things, either a few cups of coffee or an argument as quote-unquote stress, and yet it is having a very real effect on the stress hormones that are released in your body. Cortisol, the other stress hormone, is our long-term stress hormone. Whilst a short burst of cortisol is actually beneficial for our bodies, when we are internally rattled for a period of time, cortisol communicates to every cell in our body that there is no food left in the world. The result of this is a breakdown of muscles and an increase of storage of fat to help you get through the perceived food shortage. Most of us are very lucky that we have access to more than enough food on a daily basis. The trigger for our long-term stress nowadays is not food shortage, but feelings of uncertainty. Think things like relationships, finances, and more recently, health and the health of our loved ones. As I said earlier, our body links progesterone to fertility. If our body perceives it is under threat and there is a food shortage, it understands that bringing a baby into the world would not be ideal. So it shuts down the production of progesterone from the adrenal glands. What we are left with is estrogen and cortisol and no progesterone to counterbalance it. This results in you feeling agitated, anxious, puffy and increasing your fat stores. Unfortunately, the problem with stress doesn't stop there. The long-term activation of cortisol can lead to a dysfunction in the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis or the HPA axis. This is similar to what I described earlier, except the communication flows from the hypothalamus to the pituitary and then down to the adrenal glands rather than the ovaries. When this HPA axis is out of whack, it can cause numerous symptoms, particularly PMS, increased cramping and irregular periods. So what can we do? Because it isn't all doom and gloom. You may have noticed I use the term perception of pressure and urgency. And whilst I wholeheartedly understand that life can be quite pressured at times, there are also many times when we may be creating this for ourselves. I have done a few podcasts on this, permission to stop juggling all the balls and back after the break because I understand putting pressure and urgency on myself. So I really strongly to urge you to go and have a listen to those if you feel this may be you. The best thing to do in the moment when you are feeling that increase of pressure and urgency is your breath. It is the single most effective way to bring your body out of that fight and flight and into rest and digest, which really allows your body to know it's safe to produce progesterone. And you know what? We're going to do a couple now. So I want you to just release your breath as normal. You don't have to close your eyes. It doesn't have to be in a meditative state, no matter whether you're driving or when you're listening to this. I really would love you to take two deep breaths with me. So just release your breath out. Now take a slow inhale through your nose. Really feel your diaphragm lower 
and your tummy stick out. Take a slight pause at the top and then slowly exhale, feeling your diaphragm lift back up and your tummy move back towards your spine. I want you to take one more with me. Slow inhale through your nose. Really feel that diaphragm lower, your tummy stick out. Maybe even drop the shoulders down a little bit. A slight pause at the top. And then slowly exhale. Feeling that diaphragm lift back up and your tummy move back towards your spine. I work with a lot of busy people. And when I tell them to find time in their day to do that, to take those deep breaths, they look at me with panic in their eyes. I can literally see them thinking, I don't have time for this. I know that look. I was one of those people and I can still be one of those people. But honestly, doing just five of those breaths takes less than a minute, but yet can do such amazing things for your hormones and for your body. Honestly, do them when you go to the toilet, do them at the traffic lights, do them while you're filling your water bottle. Create the ritual around gifting yourself that short amount of time to allow your body to release that pressure valve. Another amazing way is just to get outside as often as you can and get the sun on your skin. It's also the perfect time to take a few deep belly breaths. And one that I really strongly urge, and I see it so often with so many of my female clients in particular, and I urge you, urge you not to do this. Please do not limit your food intake. I know it may sound counterintuitive if you feel as though you're putting on weight, as if you're holding on to those fat stores, as if you're feeling more puffy and bloated. Remember, cortisol historically is driven from the perceived lack of food in the world. Our bodies can't yet tell the difference between your current ongoing stress about your finances and there being a lack of food. If you begin to limit the food you eat, you are reinforcing this, resulting in the continuation of fat storage and muscle breakdown. Ensure that you are feeding your body with the nutrients it needs. Lots of veggies. Please load your plate up with them, five to seven serves a day. And also get a beautiful balance of carbs, proteins, and healthy fats that is right for your body. And yes, I said fats. Remember what I said right back at the beginning? Our hormones all begin as cholesterol. We need these fats to make our hormones. If they all come from the same place and your body is busy making cortisol, how is it going to have the facility to be able to make those other hormones like our progesterone, our estrogen and our testosterone. And last but certainly not least is magnesium. Magnesium is involved in so many reactions in our bodies, like over 700 of them. Here though, I like it the most as it turns off the switch of every cell in our bodies. Now, I don't know about you, but there are some days when all of those damn switches feel like they are stuck on. And this is where a boost of magnesium really helps. I really hope this has given you a better understanding how the shift in chemistry that happens within our bodies when we are stressed, pressured or overwhelmed can really make a huge difference in how we feel each day. You can literally go from feeling energized, balanced, 
having a clear mind to foggy, anxious and utterly exhausted. As a result, in this shift to constant stress hormone production and that subsequent lowering of progesterone. I have a wonderful free resource that helps you build your stress toolbox and I'll pop a link in the show notes or you can head to my Instagram bio and find it there. I also have some beautifully crafted six and 12 week programs that really help us dive a lot deeper into your situation as we peel back the layers both on a physical health level but also on that mental and emotional health level. So if you feel like you need any extra support, please have a look into those resources that are available. And just know that whilst I fully understand that sometimes that pressure and overwhelm cannot just be taken out of our lives, we can certainly do a lot to help keep releasing that pressure valve and give our body what it needs to work at its optimal best. Cheers for tuning in to another episode of Find Your Hum. Don't forget to subscribe. Oh, and tell your mates about it.